Parshas Maaseh begins with the Masaos, the journeys of the Bnei Yisrael. However, not only does the Torah go out of its way to record each and every single one of these journeys, but the Torah even goes out of its way to tell us that they were recorded. What do I mean? So, the first passage of the Parsha reads as follows. These are the journeys of the Bnei Yisrael who went out of the land of Egypt according to their legions through the hand of Moshe and Aaron. But then the second passage reads like this. And Moshe wrote down the points of departure to their journeys according to the word of Hashem. And these are the journeys according to their points of departure. So we have, on the one hand, these are the journeys, and then eventually the Torah is about to record all of those journeys, but then the Torah also tells us that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote them down, that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote them down, and here they are. So the question is, what exactly is the significance of all of these journeys that the Torah not only had to write each one down, but it even told us that each one would be written down, that Moshe Rabbeinu had to record them? So to answer that question, we have to enter another dimension. A dimension not only of Pshat, but of Remez, Drash, and Sod. A journey to a mystifying paradise of Parsha and imagination, which we call the Parsha Pardes. Welcome to Parsha Pardes, or Parsha Paradise. Here at the database with Rabbi Shua Eisenberg, where this week's Parsha, this double Parsha, is Matos Masse. We are now looking at Parshas Masay. And if you enjoy Shurim like this and others in the podcast, and you want to partner up with us with a sponsorship, or if you have questions, comments, concerns, recommendations, or you want to join the Database Podcast WhatsApp group for frequent updates and links for all uploaded Shurim, and all you have to do is reach out to me at thedatabase at gmail.com. That's the data then base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Now, before we take a look at our question on Parshas Masay, I wanted to quickly issue a slight correction from the Parsha Pardis on Parsha Smatos, which we uploaded yesterday, and that is just to correct one point we made on the Remez. So in the Remez, we quoted the Balaturim, who had said that the word, um, so I, I, what I said yesterday was that neder in Gematria equals rotseach, that the word for oath equals murderer, and we explained the meaning of that. However, the, the Gematria was actually off. Neder does not equal rotseach, but nedarim in plural equals rotseach. So I just wanted to make sure I issued that correction. You can go back and listen to Parshas Matos um, for Parsha Pardes, and you will still uh, appreciate the idea, but I wanted to just make sure that we were accurate on the gematria. Okay, now let's take a look at our question for Parshas Masseh. Once again, the question of why the Torah goes out of its way to not only record the journeys, but to record the recording of the journeys. And what's interesting is that Alpi Pashabshat, the Ramban quotes a few of Rishonim, namely Rashi, the Rambam in Moranavuchim, and the Ibn Ezra. And I actually want to start off with the Ibn Ezra because the Ibn Ezra reads the Pusik that we just read a moment ago fundamentally differently. And the Ramban rejects the Ibn Ezra's reading. Because the Pusik says, The Moshe Rabbeinu wrote down the points of departure to their journeys. And then it says, Hashem, Through the word of Hashem. What does that mean, through the word of Hashem? So the Ibn Ezra understands that when uh, that the word uh, in his words it says davak im lemasehem the words al Hashem is coming to modify coming to qualify the words lemasehem meaning Moshe Rabbeinu wrote down the journeys which were conducted al pi Hashem in other words the way the Ramban uh, summarizes like we found in Parshas Bahaloscha, al pi Hashem yachenu al pi Hashem yisau that they traveled according to the word of Hashem. And the words, Alpi Hashem, are describing the journeys. Says the Ramban, based on the other Rishonim, no. 
It's not that the journeys were conducted al pi Hashem. They were, but that's not what the words al pi Hashem in this Pasuk mean. The words al pi Hashem means that Moshe Rabbeinu's writing of the journeys, that was conducted al pi Hashem. The composition of the journeys, the recording of the journeys was also done al pi Hashem. In other words, Hashem commanded Moshe specifically to write down the journeys. And the Torah goes out of its way to tell us that this was done al pi Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu's taking record of the journeys. And so that, that brings greater significance to Moshe Rabbeinu writing them down and greater significance to our question of why, in fact, it was important that not only Moshe write them down, but we know that Moshe wrote them down. And the reason for this, we find, once again, from Rashi, the Ramban quotes Rashi, we'll quote the first shot from Rashi right now, we'll quote his other shot later when we get over to Drash. But the first shot from Rashi is that the Torah is teaching us about the Chazde Hashem. That despite what we found at the Chet HaMaraglim, that in the fallout, Hashem said that we would wander for 40 years. At that point, it would be 38, 39 more years. So even though we were going to be wandering, we wouldn't be wandering in the sense that we'd be constantly pacing and journeying. But in fact, we would find some points of Menucha. Even though Hashem sweared that we wouldn't actually reach the destination of full Menucha, right? Like we say in Kabbalah Shabbos, we didn't get to the point of full Menucha, but we did find points, scattered points of Menucha where we did get to rest for some time. And throughout the 38 years, there were only 20 actual trips that were taken, says Rashi. So that's the Chasdei Hashem that's being recorded at this point. However, Ramban quotes from the Rambam in Maranavuchim that the Torah is teaching us something else, that what was being uh, reported here for generations to come, generations of Bnei Israel who perhaps were not the ones who wandered in the Midbar with the Dordea, people who were not informed, they should know about all the miracles that Hashem performed throughout that time, that Hashem provided us the Ananiya Kavod on each of these trips. Wherever it was that we needed water, Hashem provided water. Wherever it was that Hashem um, needed to provide food for us, He made sure to provide food for us, the, the man from Shemayim. But the point is that the whole point of the record of these journeys is to let us know that these were real-life places and real-life experiences that the Bnei Israel had, that it's a real record. It's a, it's a, as, as much as the Torah is all the different things it is, uh, a, a book for guiding us and teaching us about the ways of Hashem, certainly it does that here, but the merger between that and history, that in fact it actually happened. This is a real, a real story. So the history of the miracles of Hashem and actually materializing the fact that it was history, that Hashem did these things for us. So that's how... We understand the significance of these records, Api Pashabshat. Now, before we get to Remez, we're actually going to uh, merge Remez with Sod this week. So we're going to skip over Remez just for now. We'll come back to it just to give you a little bit of drash. So Rashi quotes from the Medrash Tanchuma, Masse um, 3, so Gimel, um, Gimel off. And Rashi quotes um, um, a homiletical explanation, um, a mushal. I like to refer to it as the mushal of the montage. It's more of like a, a, a montage approach because Rashi, um, in his second shot, explains. So let me just find his words. He says, Mushal uh, Amelech, the parable of a king. His son was ill. He took him to a very distant place, Laraposo, to get him cured. And when they started back, they were returning, his father began to count all of the journey. Amar Lo, he said, 
Kanya Shananu, here we slept. Kanhu Karnu, here we, uh, we, we were cold. Kan Chashashdas Roshecha V'chulhu, here's where you had that headache, and so on and so forth. In other words, to give us this, uh, to, get, to give us this understanding of this review, it's interesting, the mushal also putting a human face on it, the homiletical reading is to sort of teach us a certain way of review, that there, it's, 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 the way of, it's the way of mankind to review our history, to look at the checkpoints, see what we accomplished there, see what we experienced over there. And it, it kind of just wraps everything together. And in the, in the, for the purposes of these journeys, the Torah appears to be teaching us to reflect and to think back about the good times and the bad times, the apparent benefit to doing so. Now moving on to Remez and Sod, um, I'm going to quote you a series of interesting Remezim from different Kabbalistic works. So we um, and um, we'll, we'll also include um, a Kabbalistic understanding of why these journeys were important. But the Magala Amukos, interestingly, says that the Cherem, which Achan took from in, in Sefer Yehoshua, know that the Bnei Israel they suffered a defeat against um, the people of Ai, and this is uh, this was um, uncharacteristic of most of Yehoshua, where they were successful in their battles, but they were unsuccessful against in one battle against Ai because Achan, one of the Bnei Israel, he took from the Cherem, he wasn't supposed to take from the spoils. And the Megal Mukos just points out that there wasn't just from the spoils um, of Yericho that Achan took, but from even during the times of the Torah, Achan took from the spoils. And says the Megal Mukos, these are alluded to in the word Masay. Mem, Samach, Ayin, Yud. What do, they st- what do these letters stand for? So Mem is Midyon, the war against Midyon. In Parshas Matos, he took from. And the wars of Sichon and Og, right? Samach is Sichon, Ayin is Og. And the Yud, of course, is Yericho. So Midyon, Sichon, Og, and Yericho, these were the four places that Achan took from the spoils, which he was not supposed to. And that was um, the reason for the defeat of the Bnei Israel, all alluded to in Masay. The, um, the Lakute Moharan, um, in uh, Mem Aleph Aleph, so forty one one. So he explains that the Torah is alluding to something else. That what was the reason why we had to go through all the long journeys that we went through? So we typically think of it as the, the, of the journeying, the wandering, as the result of the Chet Hamaraglim. However, Lakute Moharan points out that it really goes back even earlier than that, and it goes back to the Chet Haegel. And maybe you could say that the Chet Egel, the Chet Amraglim, they're connected, and one was the beginning of the, of the downfall, and one was the end. But at the Chet Egel, what happens? We sinned with the words, Ela Elohecha Yisrael. These are your gods, Yisrael. And of course, um, the, the, the words uttered by the heir of Rav, which um, was a sin that all of Kla Yisrael were somewhat complicit in, besides for Shevet Levi and all of the women and children. But because we sinned with Ela Elohecha Yisrael, so that caused Elamase. That caused these are the journeys. And the, the, the record of the journeys is demonstrative of the fact that, yeah, we had to take a roundabout trip because of our sins along the way and how, how much quicker it could have been, how much smoother it could have been had we only followed the rules and done what we were supposed to do. But because we sinned with the word Ela, so we had to suffer with the word Ela. And, um, and despite all of that, by the way, we can just go back and remember the, the Chasde Hashem that the Mepharshim point out that we still experience nonetheless. Um, going further, the Kedusha Slavi and the Nachal Kedumim, 
Um, so the the, the Nachal Kedimim is the Chida. The Kedusha Slevi and the Nachal Kedimim both explain that the significance of all of these journeys and the, uh, uh, an idea that we find in Chassidus and Kabbalah a lot is the concept of Nitzotzos. Nitzotzos means that there are sparks that Hashem hid out in the world, kind of like a little scavenger hunt. We have to find and collect those sparks and send them back up to Shemayim. What that means practically um, is hard to understand, but we could suggest that wherever we go in life in the mundane world, there's really inherent Kedusha everywhere. And our job is to bring out that Kedusha by doing mitzvot, by by bringing Hashem's presence to people's awareness through the places that we go and the things that we do, the people we encounter and all the activities we engage in. And all of these journeys were places where there were Nitzotzos embedded. And Kleinstra had to go to each and every single one of these stations, because in each and every single one of these stations, there was a tafkid, there was a purpose, and therefore they're all recorded. And even the recording was recorded um, to, to teach us the importance of every single one of these journeys. They were all significant. So um, so they, they were um, elevating the Nitzotzos from these different locations. And then Achal Kedumim explains perhaps a famous idea that you might find from other Mepharshim as well, is that how many journeys were there in Parshas Maaseh? So the Torah records 42 journeys, and these apparently allude to a 42-letter name of Hashem. And what this represents is the fact that all of our journeys were taking us on the road from our Gullus to Hashem in the place of Geula by, by following along the path. So we go from Eretz Yisrael all the way to Eretz Yisrael following Hashem, right? Al-Pi Hashem, as we mentioned earlier. So by, by, by traveling Al-Pi Hashem, we, um, you know, as the, uh, the Ibn Ezra had said, so by traveling Al-Pi Hashem, we actually go towards Hashem. We go towards the place of Geula. And Bezer Hashem, we should be zocha to see that place soon. But now we could uh, better uh, better appreciate the significance of these journeys. And Bezer Hashem, we should continue to embark on and ultimately succeed and complete our journey from Galas to Geula to Hashem and His Divine Shechina and His uh, His Makom Menuchasi Bezer Hashem. Thank you for joining us here at the database. Have a wonderful rest of your week.